pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Coming to you from inside Veterans Auditorium. It's Thursday. It's COVID briefing day. And this portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogie. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. We're using our special temporary page for uh, right now, which is if you go to my personal page, you can find it. The uh, dispute continues with uh, FB, but we are using a temporary page. So you can find me on the live Facebook stream that we do have going. I believe it's JDRI Radio. Just find JDRI Radio and you can watch the live Facebook uh, stream like Zachary and Becky. Please share that you're watching as well. But R.E. Coogan and Heating, folks, we have a long way to go with winter. A lot of snow on the ground, and it's obviously cold out. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. Coogie is terrific. And on top of that, for all your plumbing and heating needs, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today. Residential services, commercial, helpful, trustworthy, and reliable. Remember what Coogie says, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. That's right. If you're having a problem, maybe your heating system's not working, call R.E. Coogan and Heating. I, I, this guy is just the greatest. And his team of people, they're so talented. They care. 24 Emergency Service, 401-732-6562. Whether it be gas or oil burners, whatever it may be, uh, let, it, let them into your home. Don't go it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. So, folks, right now it's 12.08 in the Ocean State. Again, it is uh, one. Hi there, David. Uh, the Picards are in the house. It's John DePietro. I am in the house of where the COVID briefing is going to be on this stage. It's coming up at one o'clock. We're going to carry it live. As always, folks, if for whatever reason you have a question that you want me to ask for you, I'd be happy to do that. Just go to the website, DePietro.com, as long as it makes sense. I mean, I want people to understand that if you've watched some of this, you can't make people answer a question. You can't make people answer a question. You can ask a question, but you can't make people answer a question. I I can't imagine it's going to be as bad as it was last week. Last week, you saw that you really, you know, listen, I I thought Governor Mundo did a very good job running these COVID briefings. She would be clear. She would be concise. She would be short to the point. Last week, it was the the, the example, and I like the expression, you ask someone what time it is and they tell you how to build a clock. Everything was a five to ten minute rambling answer. And this was, we didn't start asking questions until two o'clock. These things should be, if you watch, and I watch all the briefings that go on, I'll watch a Cuomo briefing, I'll watch a, a Governor Baker briefing in Massachusetts. 15, 20 minutes, and then go to the questions. Last week, Governor Dr. Scott came out. She talked from 108 to 150. Yes, I timed those things. Then uh, outgoing Commerce Secretary Stephen Pryor, he spoke from 150 to 2 o'clock. After, I think 205, they took the first question. Insanity. We were here till, we were here till quarter of three and, and, and they don't even answer anything. So now again, if you have a question though, and I could certainly try to get it answered, and I have some questions obviously that I'm going to touch on in a moment, please go to the website, dipetro.com. And remember, dipetro.com is sponsored by Relaxed Souls Reflexology. Now on this Thursday, listen, this is a tense time and maybe you're having some aches and pains. Contact Lisa Wood, Relax Souls. There's a direct link on the website. Relax Souls Reflexology. Call or text Lisa at 401-742-6621. So Reflexology, it's different from massage because it uses acupressure points and meridians stimulate the body. Application of pressure areas on the feet and the hands. It's incredible. Uh, It eases stress, helps your body recover, boosts immune function. Face, ear, hands, and feet. Lisa Wood Reflexology. Contact her, 401-742-6621. Now, a couple of things as we set the table for today. 
here's some good news. Uh, a lot of people feel that there isn't any good news. There is good news, and that is the vaccine is working. Now, for those of you that don't want the vaccine, I'm totally fine with it because hopefully that will move me up in the line to get it. The COVID numbers are coming down. See, everything is working. The hand washing works. Working from home works. Social distancing works. I don't, I'm not wearing it at the moment because I'm alone here in the corner, but wearing a mask works. Uh, now they're saying wear two masks. I, I don't have a problem. I don't care what the blanket takes to get us back to some kind of normal living. If anyone, by the way, I, if I take, the next time I go on an airplane, whatever that may be, I, I, I'm wearing three masks. Like, to me, it's all about how do you come out of this thing like whole. Now, for those that don't want the vaccine, guess what? Like I said, no problem. Move aside. Plenty of room for everyone else. The COVID numbers are down in the hospital. I don't even know why we, do we still even have the field hospitals operating? I don't know why we have the field hospitals. This is now, they, they got the testing down. Rhode Island trailing behind. But the biggest thing now is is getting the vaccine out. Now, I know many people want to know, when can we get the vaccine out? Well, Governor Mundo reportedly She's, she claims she's still in charge. Now, she's not supposed to be here today. But, boy, that would surprise everyone if she suddenly showed up today. I don't think that's going to happen. But anyhow, uh, I'm hoping today that Lieutenant Governor McKee takes over. Listen, he's unless something happens, he's going to be the governor. So they have to get, apparently Governor Mundo was on the phone. I think either the Journal or Channel 12 reported one of the two that got the exclusive on her that said, uh, by the way, if you want to talk to the governor, be outside this door at this time and you may see her. And then suddenly, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Kim Colony, an anchor of Channel 12, who doesn't even go out and report anymore, suddenly she's out there with a camera and she's, oh, look, look, what a coincidence. Can you imagine? You're right here as I'm walking in. Again, listen, not the first time that's happened, not going to be the last time it happened. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but my point is, apparently, it was either them or, she, or the journal reported that Governor Mundo got on the phone with someone of CBS Sunday night and said, this is not working the way we're supposed to be working. A problem that I have is every time there's national news and Rhode Island is put in the mix. For instance, the New York Times said Rhode Island was the last in the nation with getting the vaccine out. More than 50 percent or right around 46 percent of the vaccines were being thrown out. That's poor planning. Obviously, that needs to be improved. When we bring that to a briefing like inside Veterans Auditorium today, they immediately oh, no, no, that's that. No, don't, you know, you hear, oh, no, don't believe the New York Times. Nope, the numbers are wrong. We don't do it that right. We, we've been hearing that all along. Uh, you know, uh, doctor, according to the, the New York Times, Central Falls has the worst infection rates in the state. Oh, no, 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 that, no, that's not true. No, we use a different formula than everyone else. I mean, that's all we keep hearing. Every time the, the state is cast in a bad light, we're told, oh, no, 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 we do it a different way. No, we're actually number one. Right. I mean, it's it's like foolishness. So now something. So the vaccine and vaccine distribution is very important. Now, as far as state government, someone that used to used to see on the stage here he is right now. No, that's not him. It's Brett Smiley, director Smiley announced yesterday. And we've been covering this, that he is going to resign immediately upon Governor Mundo being confirmed for Commerce Secretary. Now, Governor Mundo's confirmation, where does that stand? Well, as you know, they're doing the Trump impeachment trial this week. Next week, they're on winter break. So today's Thursday. It didn't happen this week. It's not happening next week. Now, the next week, the week of the 22nd, when the Senate comes back, are we to believe then they're going to take up the Senate confirmation, she needs the full vote of the Senate if it approves. And you only need 51 votes. It, it, and I have no reason to believe she's not going to get 51 votes. It, you know, you want to get 80 votes, but at this point, I'm sure it's like, hey, whatever. But you think she will then be sworn in uh, as Commerce Secretary by the Vice President, Kamala Harris. Then, effectively, she resigns. Then, Smiley leaves as Director of Administration, leaving with a cloud, I might say. Only then does then uh, incoming governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, would take the oath of office and then officially become the Rhode Island governor. And then they can start to make the changes they need, get the staff in place, then choose his lieutenant governor, whoever that may be. Now, again, I, I'm, I'm hearing that in Cranston, an unknown 
Republican council person who's been in office for two years that there's thousands of people with a movement that Dan McKee, a white male, needs to choose a young white male in his 30s to lead the state out of the crime. I mean, it's folks, this is getting so preposterous, uh, lunacy. And at some point, like we, we have to get past this. Because there are real challenges and problems. And something that I would be curious if they address, and I'm so glad, and it is this, what, what Biden, the Wall Street Journal has a great editorial today, and this is a crime. What happened last night in the Senate at the Rhode Island State House is the Rhode, the Rhode Island Senate, they voted to put a moratorium on charter schools. Folks, that is nothing short of a crime. That is in Providence and Central Falls. That is nothing short. That is so sinful. And I know her, Mary, Senator Mary Ellen Goodwin. For her and this Ryan, I don't know, the Ryan Pearson, for these people to be on board with this, to stop charter schools, as, as when we spoke with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe yesterday, you have this uh, charter school that wants to come into Providence Central Falls. They want to have the kids in school, I think it's 220 days a year. They want longer days. They get results. There's a waiting list right now in Providence for children to get into these charter schools. Do you know how many children are on the waiting list for charter school? 20,000. What does that tell you about the demand? It tells you the current system is not working. And these children in poverty and their parents just desperately trying to get an education. And what did they do last night? We're going to put a moratorium, no more charter school. I mean, it is, it is absolutely disgraceful. It really is. And they should be forced to answer, and I mean real questions, but the Wall Street Journal has an editorial today. The teachers' unions roll over Biden. Even a $130 billion bribe won't get them back in the classroom this school year. President Biden made an early pandemic show by promising that a majority of American schools would reopen in his first 100 days in office. But on Tuesday, we learned this depends on the meaning of the word reopen. His goal that he set is to have the majority schools, so more than 50%, open by one by day, no, wait a minute, open by day one of his presidency, and that means some teaching in classrooms. So at least one day a week, one day out of five. The Wall Street Journal writes, we doubt how that's how working parents define open. That was Jen Psaki that said that. So at least one day a week. So Biden said, my goal, first 100 days, reopen schools. And what do they say? By 100 days, at least one day a week. They write, Saki's trying to make a virtue, virtue out of a humiliating political embarrassment. Biden figured his support for the teachers union agenda, along with more money in the form of $130 billion, would get the unions to reopen the schools. Instead, he's discovering what America's parents have learned in the last year. Unions run the schools and no one. Not parents, not school districts, not mayors, and not even a new Democrat president will tell them what to do. So it's one day a week, pal. Get used to it. The Wall Street Journal writes, this is really one of the great scandals of the pandemic. And it is. It is absolutely atrocious. And the children, you know, a lot of these children uh, in Providence and Central Falls, listen, they can't afford to go to a private school. The one means they have looked forward to is, hey, these charter schools are opening. And guess what? They, and, and that's, that's by the way, that's public money. This business of, well, you know, they're taking the money away from public schools. No, charter schools are public schools, but they just don't have the <coughs> mandates and they're not controlled by the unions. Think how selfish that is, that the one thing they can hope for would be, let's just hope this time in the lottery that my child will be selected and get into one of these charter schools. There's a waiting list of 20,000 students. And what did uh, State Senator Mary Ellen Goodwin and this Ryan Pearson, and I think the other one, uh, someone, Sandra Cano, uh, and what did they do? Let's put a moratorium Gee, I wonder who's dictating that. Yeah, let's put a moratorium on the, the public schools that are actually working. It, it is a crime to do that. You know what else happened last year? 
And I want to tell you about it in just a moment. Folks, I want to remind you. Now, today's Thursday. It's sunny and dry out. Roads are clear. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, this weekend is Valentine's. And at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, they have delicious, fresh strawberries dipped in chocolate. They have Valentine's cupcakes and cakes. They have all sorts of uh, Valentine's pastry, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, you ask me, they're, they're Rhode Island's number one pastry, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right off of Silver Spring Street. Look for their Facebook page, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to Triple A in Providence. It's safe. There's plenty of free, safe parking. It's um, delicious. Everything's fresh. Delicious calzones. If you're in the car right now at 1222 on this Thursday, pop over to Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Delicious sandwiches. They have sausage and peppers. They have cannolis. But they have everything Valentine's. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. But what is... um. What is so disgraceful, something that, that was wrong was, in, uh, in, and I, I think the intention was, was a good intention, which was uh, last spring when Governor Amundo was touting that Rhode Island somehow was number one in distance learning, which no one believes. Uh, there was no one number one in distance learning. And the, the, uh, the amount and, and, and just the effects of this lockdown and what it's had on children is, is just mind-blowing. And for the Rhode Island State Senate, led by the State Senator Mary Ellen Goodwin, you know, I've mentioned that in, in the state of Illinois, there apparently have been five COVID-related deaths of children 18 and under. Now, from what I understand, you do have some children 18, 17 had some uh, respiratory problems, pre-existing conditions. So in the entire state of Illinois, they've had five kids that died from uh, COVID-related illness, 18 and younger. Five. And, be, and, and, and Illinois, by the way, Chicago, all of Illinois, they were in total lockdown. 30 children have committed suicide. Five deaths related to COVID. 30 have committed suicide. So you tell, which, which is worse? The five COVID deaths or the 30 children that were so despondent because of this lockdown and pandemic and that they can't get into school and they can't see their friends. And they thought that, you know, they they so looked forward to in their identity was being on the hockey team or being on the football team and, and, and great students, 30 have committed suicide. And the latest, you know, this story, it just... I don't understand how these people can go along with still keeping the schools closed. You know, these people in Pawtucket, this is disgraceful. Here's the latest now. Texas boy, 12 years old, dying, well, excuse me, desperate to get back to school, desperate to see his friends again, having depression at age 12 over the lockdown. And what happened to this little boy and the teachers unions refusing to go back into the classroom? Because keep in mind, the Catholic schools are back in school. The Catholic schools are in five days a week. The private schools are in five days a week. It's the public schools. And I read to you how the Wall Street Journal went after the teachers union. Texas boy 12 hangs himself after battling depression amid COVID. 12-year-old Texas boy. So sad. Look at that little boy. Oh. God, hold up the photo for those watching on the live feed. 12-year-old Texas boy felt sad and lonely amid the virus lockdown, hanged himself, his father revealed, took his own life three days before his 13th birthday. He didn't know how to deal with the isolation and depression emerging from the disease. The boy's nine-year-old sister found him hanged in his bedroom. Oh, my God. COVID killed my son. I think Hayden would still be alive if it had never happened. I had no idea he was struggling or depressed. And he was a little football player. Look at this photo. And this is all, look at this little 12-year-old boy in his football uniform with his little sister. And there he was. But this is what I'm talking about. And yet you still have this business at the uh, the state house with the... Um, 
our state senate. It's, it's, it's disgraceful. These children need to be in the classroom. And these people in Pawtucket, I mean, this stuff in uh, Pawtucket is, is just uh, absolutely horrendous. So now let me see if I see some news. Uh, Ted Nisi, um, let's see, all three members of the state's ruling will have rookie chiefs of staff. Ray Simone for Joe Sakachi, Jake Bissell for Rogerio, Webby gets picked by McKee. I meant rookie in their new jobs. Oh, Tony Silva is widely expected to move over with McKee as the governor's chief of staff. Well, Smiley was chief of staff. He is now out. The Republican Party... Um, the Republican Party has now filed an ethics complaint against Brett Smiley. And I, I'm not convinced. I, I mean, it, it is without question we're hearing people that it was a pay-to-play type of situation. Or at least that's the way some people feel. And Governor Mundo kind of blew it off. But Smiley resigned yesterday. Now, he's been on this stage. And it's nothing personal against the guy. Because I've heard positive things uh, about him. I want to be very clear. I've heard positive things about Director of Administration Smiley. There were, when he was working with Mayor Alorza, there were people that told me he was reasonable, he was accessible. Um, I think I kind of heard the same when he was Chief of Staff of Governor Raimondo. I don't remember that as much. Not as much as when he was um, working with, he was I don't know what he was, vice mayor, lieutenant mayor for Mayor Alorza. He wasn't the chief of staff, but he uh, made a deal and then went in with Alorza. But here's the thing. For someone, and, and I just want to be very clear. And again, folks, good afternoon. Right now it's 1228. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Good afternoon. We are in Veterans Auditorium. We're coming up right on the stage. I'm showing the people on the Facebook Live feed. That uh, coming up at one o'clock will be the COVID briefing. Now, from what I understand, I believe it's going to be Lieutenant incoming Lieutenant Governor McKee and also Dr. Scott. And then I don't know. In the past, it's been Mr. Smiley. I don't think it'll be him. Um, but something I want to point out about Mr. Smiley, Brett Smiley, or Mr. Smiley, as Governor Rondo referred to him as. But I want to remind you, if your appliance is dying, now on this Thursday, if you have an appliance that's not working properly, call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Do you have, now let me ask you this question. Maybe you're in the car right now, wherever you can hear my voice, on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or on our live stream with the Facebook Um if, if your appliance is, you have an appliance not working properly, washing machine, a dryer, or stove, or refrigerator, or microwave. Now, I, I am not, Juan is not talented in that area. If, 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 if I had a broken microwave and they gave me directions and a screwdriver, I, I'm telling you it's not getting fixed. I just don't know how to do that. But I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. I can work a phone. <clears throat> at 401-710-7096. And he comes right over and he will come to your house. And he's very careful. Listen, I understand COVID, but he's careful about it. You know, they wear a mask and they have gloves and everything else. But they'll fix your appliance. Ryan's Appliance Repair. You know, another tricky one is a lot of times people's dryers go off. Or you're having a problem with the washing machine. I got an email from a listener. For a month, she was going to the laundromat because her washing machine didn't work. And I said, you know, that's one option, I suppose. She said, well, I can't afford to get a new washing machine. I said, no, but you could afford to maybe call Ryan's Appliance Repair. I think it went over and she was going to the laundromat for a month. And I said, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401710. 7096. She made an appointment. He came over two days later in about 30, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, fixed her washing machine, cost her, I think, 40 bucks, something like that. After a month of going to the laundromat, like that was the option. Folks, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Now, with these allegations of pay to play, and by the way, the Rhode Island Republican Party, they are uh, they have filing a complaint against Brett Smiley, outgoing director of administration. He's got the job right now. He's director of administration for the Raimondo administration. Uh, it was Mike DBS that had that job. But you're in charge of everyone. I mean, he, that is a job factory. That's number one. You're giving out jobs left and right. He has the power to do that. But more importantly, you're in, let's just step back for a moment. Okay, and let's just say, you know, I, I hate this element where it becomes unless you have proof or this person's the most honest person. I, I don't care whether it's the Pope. Okay, if you have a situation 
where we're sitting across the table, right? Uh, I'm Brett Smiley, and you are state vendor. <clears throat> and sitting in front of the on this table is the state contract where I'm going to pay your company three hundred thousand dollars for whatever. And as we're discussing this, or later I call you, or whatever. But I say to you, by the way, as you're signing this, did I tell you I'm running for mayor of Providence? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, uh, how would you feel? I'd really appreciate it if you would donate 1000 of my campaign. Oh, you're married? Well, maybe your spouse could make a donation. Oh, you're married, your husband. So maybe your husband could make a donation of 1000 and you could. Oh, you have two kids? Oh, good. Maybe they so. So your whole family could donate 4000 now. Do I have a gun? No, I don't have a gun. It's not a gun to the head. But my point is, what is the answer, right? If you're sitting there and someone's dangling 200000 400000 one of the guys that donated to the campaign. I mean, come on. It's human nature. You know, that's like, what, what are you supposed to say? You know, I'd rather think about it a little bit. Well, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to donate. I'm not sure I want to donate to you. Let me just sign this half a million dollar contract. Come on. Why do you think there's rules against it? Because it's human nature. It's a, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we'll give you a contract. They're like, come on. You can't have that. I mean, is it is it is it uh, is it money in a paper bag? No, I, I mean it's it's technically legal, but it's it's unethical because that was the 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 Depreet administration, and this is a problem that it's been in Rhode Island, and it was the problem with the Science administration, the City of Providence, and it, it's a pay to play atmosphere. If you wanna play, you got to pay. Oh, did you want a contract? Then you got to pay. It has killed Rhode Island in the past. It killed Providence. Killed Providence. And now you have the director of administration who's basically, and again, I, you know, it's just human nature. What are they supposed to say? If, if you are doing business, the guy that you're doing business with and is ultimately putting hundreds of thousands in your pocket and then he casually ask you to donate to his campaign. I mean, come on. The As I said, the only answer is who do I make the check out to? That's the only answer. Because it's human nature to think, never mind if it comes up before you sign it, right? Which would be worse. It's, it's an obligation. It's you're shaking people down. It's a pay-to-play atmosphere. And you can't ha- have it. Corruption has decimated the state for too long. <clears throat> there are many people. That's the reputation, right? What did Kurt Schilling say? Kurt Schilling, 38 Studios, said when he talked about coming into Rhode Island, people are like, you don't want to do that. It's too corrupt. You got to pay off too many people. And even if you pay them off, there's no guarantee that you're going to get what they promised you. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, on this Thursday, there's a lot of accidents. There are a lot of um, snow and ice melting. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located f- uh, 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're right off the highway, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. So let's just say you're talking with a, a family member or a friend and a neighbor, and they say, yeah, I got to get somebody hit my car. Say, great, call West Fountain Auto Body. That's what I would, I'm, I'm requesting you to do. President Trump was saying, we're going down to the Capitol. I'm, I'm requesting my followers to call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. And by the way, if you are in an accident and it's a total drag, but you need to get it handled and you need to get your car towed, I also request you call uh, Preferred Towing and Recovery. If you need to have a vehicle towed, call Mark. Mark and Christine, Preferred Towing and Recovery, 401-725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Mark is terrific, and he specializes in towing and transport and asset recovery and private property towing services. Preferred 
towing and recovery. They're right in Lincoln. And on top of that, if you have an older vintage car, now on this Thursday, maybe you're thinking, you know, Juan, I could use a little extra cash. Okay, who couldn't? Well, he buys older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. And maybe at one point you thought, you know what, I'm going to, you know, that looks appealing. On a Saturday morning, I go in there and I'm going to refurbish this old vintage car. And you know what? You just found out you don't have time for it. It's not as easy as you thought, whatever it is. But call him. And he'll give you a fair offer today, 401-725-8500, Preferred Towing and Recovery, online, preferredrecovery.com. And they're also on Facebook. Mark is the real deal. Uh, This past fall, when you'd see me out covering the protests, if I mentioned his name, boom, he was like Batman. He could show up immediately. Preferred Towing and Recovery, 401-725-8500, Preferred Towing and Recovery. And again, they're located in Lincoln. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Let me um, just check the time at 1237. Okay, so coming up at 1 o'clock will be the COVID briefing, and we want to, um, we'll, we'll definitely check the numbers on that. But there's, there's a lot in play, and something that also can't be ignored is, the, uh, and, and I, I think that Governor Mundo, um, well, they, they should realize this, but there's just her nomination. There's nothing she can do about it. Her nomination right now, this is Ted Cruz, Senator Cruz. He put a hold on it. And this week, with what we're doing, the impeachment trial, they could really start to, you know, say, all right, let's play politics then. We have some unanswered questions about China, and we're not going to do anything on this commerce Nomination until we get some real answers. But some of the um, the other headlines, more than 40,000 fully vaccinated in Rhode Island. Oh, good. There's only a million of us. So that that's 40,000. I, I, I think the, there's a number missing there. I think at this point, a lot of us thought that it would say like a one in front of that, right? Like 140,000. Rhode Island GOP files ethics complaint against Smiley over campaign fundraising. You know, that that should happen that way. It absolutely should happen that way. And this, what's going on in the Capitol right now with this um, this whole business with the, the impeachment hearing? Folks, it, it's not going to happen. Okay, that was... That was a protest that got out of control. That's, that, that's what that was. And, and this is a trial. And this is what happened. Not what almost happened. When you watch, all you keep hearing is, and all these people could have been killed. And, and this could have happened. And that could have happened. And, and a plane could have crashed in. And, and they could have come in with machine. None of that happened. What happened was whoever... Uh, was fighting with that police officer who lost his life. They they need to be held accountable on that. The majority of the people you see were outside, and, and a number of people went inside. The door was open. They took a selfie. They didn't steal anything. They didn't touch anything. And then they left when they were told they were supposed to leave. So that's really what it is going to um, come down to. But, you know, this is designed to try to... Uh, really damaged President Trump, as if he hasn't been damaged enough, but really damaged President Trump. And on top of that, there's a concerted effort to make you, you know, if you're a Trump supporter, like some of these people are saying, that woman, that her neighbor shoveled her out. And she said, I wanted to thank them, but I almost felt like it would be thanking Nazi sympathizers. So some, some, some people, this happened in New York, snowstorm hits, they do a nice neighborly thing. They shovel the woman's walk and driveway. Does she say thank you? No. Why not? Because they're Trump supporters. She said it would it would be like thanking Hezbollah, which is a terrorist organization. I just felt it would be like thanking a Nazi sympathizer. Like this is ridiculous. You know what the answer is next time? Don't help the lady. Hey, guess what? Why don't you get out there and shovel your own walk then? Last time I tried to do you a favor. For what? Uh, Rhode Island reports 488 new cases and 15 deaths. Now, the big battle, <coughs> excuse me, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Thursday. Please share. If you're watching on Facebook, please share. This is not a, 
a full-time page. It's a temporary page, but we're using it for now. Uh, the regular page will be back in time. This is just like a little winter retreat, so to speak. The other page is on sabbatical right now as we try to determine and get some strong answers from the social media platform as to why it was objectionable when uh, someone posted a photo of people standing in front of the Capitol and why it was objectionable when someone posted a picture that had a guy sitting with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Uh, There's nothing violent there. Th- those pictures, why, why was it objectionable when someone posted a photo of the guy that was carrying Nancy Pelosi's uh, podium or lectern, whatever it is, that those photos were posted Every major newspaper across the country. But those are the things uh, that they, they're striking out against Trump. That's really what it really is, is they're striking out against Trump supporters. So coming up at one, we'll have the COVID briefing. Now, I believe, see, and this story is ridiculous. Um, I believe that uh, we're going to have uh, Dr. Scott, I think, and also Lieutenant Governor McKee. I don't know. I don't think we're going to have... Mr. Smiley here, but that would be certainly interesting, and I have some questions for him. But another story, folks, I just want to mention, uh, and the journal has it, Black Lives Matter on Rogers Gym, gym floor sparks discussion. So some students, three students at Rogers High in Newport, they got the, some materials, and now on the gym floor, it says Black Lives Matter. And there's this talk of what a beautiful thing that these students did. And it leads to discussion and it leads, you know, here's my thing. All right. Uh, logo on the floor. And uh, it's it's causing some discussion in the community. And uh, let's see, one person who's a, um, told the school committee, I think the main purpose is to start a conversation. People are asking questions about it. People like me, and I'll explain why Black Lives Matter and how we're being suppressed, who's black and told the school committee. And only one guy apparently said, um, so, you know, did, shouldn't they have got permission to do something like this? Apparently they, what did I read? They asked the principal and they asked the athletic director. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Here's another comment. It's something great. Nothing anyone regrets. Everyone who walks into the school should feel welcomed. Why do people not feel welcomed? Is that what's happening? That people don't feel welcomed? Before it was put down, the students received the approval of the principal and the athletic director. Well, my thing is, listen, if you want to put a message down, why not go all out? How about this? Why not put on the gym floor, F the police? Because that's what they're saying. No one is going to convince me. This is about making people feel welcome. You know who's not welcome then? Then the police. Why not put this on the floor? Defund the police. How about this? F the police. Because that's the message. Don't tell me. That Black Lives Matter has anything to do with other than being an anti-police slogan. That's how it was founded. That's where it comes about. When do you see the protests? When there's some involvement with law enforcement. It started on a lie. It started with Michael Brown in Missouri. Maybe not everyone understands that, but I understand it. No one's going to convince me of that. Or differently, don't listen to that. Make people feel welcome. You know, doesn't feel welcome when they see something like that. Law enforcement or anyone connected to law enforcement. But my thing is, you know, you want to make a uh, statement, go all out, right? Let's put that on the gym floor. F the police because that's what you're saying because that's what they chant whenever they have those rallies. I've been there. Unfortunately, the way my life has panned out, I have attended more than 30 of them, more than most people, more than anybody else that's going to be here today. And what do they do? Brianna Taylor, say her name. George Floyd, say her name. They chant all the names. Michael Brown. Uh, you know, what do they do? They chant. What's the common link? All people that had some interaction with law enforcement. So that's what they have on the gym floor at Rogers. This is to make everyone feel welcome. 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 And then someone else said, yeah, maybe we could put something for the military. And what do you think their answer was? Oh, no, 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 we're not putting anything for the military. I thought we want to make everyone feel welcome. Why, is there a problem at Rogers that people don't feel welcome? See, this, this is the equivalent, like in Barrington, where they're, they're flying that flag. That's what this is. And I went to that rally in Barrington. And they said, no, no, this has, I like this one, this has nothing to do with police. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, nothing to do with police. What? Like, what are you talking about? It has everything to do with police. That's that's why they exist. 
because the whole message was that law enforcement were using excessive deadly force on young black men. And then finally, in 2014, someone said this needs to stop because black lives matter. And then someone else put a hashtag on it. Yeah, that's wrong. Cops shouldn't be shoot. White cops shouldn't be shooting young black men because black lives matter. That's where the protest started. That's when it happened in Ferguson. That's when it happened with Freddie Gray in Baltimore. That's when it happened then with George Floyd and every time else. And Breonna Taylor and then the guy up in Rochester. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Blake. Who, who wouldn't listen to police and had a knife and was fighting with the police. So for this to, it, well, it ignites discussion. Again, I say, why not go all out? Why not go all out and just put that on the gym floor? Now that would spark discussion. This business of, you know, we're being suppressed and people need to be able to ask questions about it. And uh, it's great. And uh, everyone who walks into the school should feel welcome. Why? Do people not feel welcome? What are you talking about? I love what the kids did. See, this is the new hip thing. Like you wear that as a T-shirt or you fly the flag like they do in Borington. And now they're putting it on the gym floor. So does that mean that if those players go to play in another school and they don't have it on the gym floor, what's the message? What, they don't feel welcome? Why, why don't they feel welcome? Why do you have to have, here's my question, why do you have to have an anti-police slogan on the floor permanently to make everybody feel welcome? Ask the NBA how that worked out as they saw record low ratings. Ask Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks. Ask him what was the reaction among his, uh, the people that have uh, corporate boxes at his arena what was the reaction when he announced he's not going to play the, the national anthem anymore? Yeah, I can tell you what it was. It was cancel immediately. Folks, remember, go to the website, depetro.com, which is sponsored by Allstate Lock. Now, you can't be too careful. Uh, visit Allstate Lock on the website, direct link at depetro.com. You can call them at 401 349 uh, Security cameras and car keys online, allstatelock.com. And it's right, I'll tell you, they are just terrific. Allstatelock.com, 401-349-0042. So it's John DePetro coming up at 1 o'clock. We are going to carry the COVID briefing. They're going to be right on the stage, and uh, we'll try to get some answers regarding the biggest thing that people seem to have is on the vaccine. That's what the uh, the biggest questions seem to be at this point, seems to be on the vaccine. Again, go to the website, petro.com if you do have a question, and I would try to work it in. Hey, I want to remind you about Brothers Disposal. Uh, if you have a business, they're offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401 688 0517. You want to get a purple dumpster in your driveway. Brothers Disposal. You can get a roll off dumpster, and, and maybe if you're cleaning out your garage or your basement or you're doing some kind of a project, it makes it a lot easier if you have a dumpster. Brothers Disposal, 401 688 0517. 401 688 0517 for Brothers Disposal. It's John DePietro. We're going to take a break coming up in 30 seconds. Again, we're going to continue. Stay tuned here at the Vets. Coming up at 1 o'clock is today's COVID briefing and a lot more am 1380 99.9 fm you can listen online at the website depetro.com let's do this we're going to take a quick break but then a lot more ahead right here on this thursday on the john DePetro show If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening 
to the John DePetro Show. It's John DePetro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePetro.com. It is Thursday coming up, 1 o'clock, COVID briefing. Now, will Governor Gina Raimondo make an appearance today? Hmm, that'd be interesting. She did finally uh, kind of pop her head out a little bit. We had not seen or heard from her, not in talking to the media, since Tuesday, December 22nd. She denies that the Biden administration people have told her to be on lockdown, but she really has not spoken to the media. And even the other day, it was very limited. Uh, A couple of media members were chosen to be at a certain place at a certain time. And boom, suddenly there she was available in the form of Governor Mundo. One of the people that was there is not even a reporter, was an anchor, uh, but has uh, developed a friendship, so to speak, with uh, the governor and her people. And so... That person was given the, quote, exclusive uh, television station and then also the Providence Journal. And the governor insists she is still the governor now. Uh, so we'll carry the briefing. And then also that's uh, coming up at one o'clock. If you have a question you would like me to ask, it's all about the vaccine right now. It really is. But if you do have a question, please go to the website, depetro.com. And then on the right hand side, scroll down a little bit. You'll see contact John Boom, direct link in, uh, in send me whatever it is that it may be. But the COVID numbers are down. The vaccine is getting out there. There have been some problems with the rollout. And apparently Governor Mundo spoke to a high-level executive of CVS, if not the C- CVS executive, I-, I think it's Sunday night at home, and is very upset the way it's been going. So that's the type of thing that someone from the health department won't do. Uh, incoming Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, he can't do that. The only person that could pick up the phone and make that happen like that was and is the current governor who's who's Governor Raimondo. So uh, at this point, as we are about to hit the midway point of the month, and we are uh, coming closer to, uh, you know, February 15th, this weekend is Valentine's. But as we get closer to that, over the next two weeks and then into March, as the weather starts getting better and the vaccine's more available, and it seems to be working because um, the number of COVID people, the number of people in the hospital is way down. So we could really start to, um, and that is good news. That is good news that things could start to turn around for the spring. As far as the impeachment, hearing of President Trump, we're going to follow that. Uh, I They're admitting a lot of evidence. They are putting together, it's like a... Uh, movie, when you go in to see a movie and they show the previews and all they show is like an action-packed preview. I mean, that's what it is. Um, and it, and it, it was a lot of back and forth and people that want to get in the building and uh, being told they can't go into the building. Uh, a lot of uh, this could have happened and that could have happened. But we do know what happened. And all this business of they were trying to stop the, uh, the vote and they didn't stop the vote. They had the vote that night. So he's not going to be impeached. There's 44 Republicans who are not going to budge. There's no, they they are, you're seeing every, we're all seeing the same thing. Uh, and, and now we're just seeing it from different angles. Here's the security camera. Here's, you know, Senator Romney running through the hall. Here's Vice President Mike Pence walking down some stairs. They they didn't know what they were dealing with. And, and as far as uh, the people with weapons, uh, you didn't see people with, you know, long guns or anything like that. Some people came in. There certainly was some back and forth. I'm not going to say that there wasn't some violence. But at the same time, yeah, President Trump was encouraging people to protest outside the Capitol. No one talked about going inside the Capitol. Go outside the Capitol. Make your voices heard. Big crowd outside. No one talked about going inside. So they can uh, continue with this. For the impeachment managers, Congressman David Cicilline is getting a lot of FaceTime, a lot of airtime with this. I'm sure he's raising a lot of money from this. It raises his profile. But in the end, they're, they're, they are damaging. They're definitely damaging the Trump brand, uh, the way they're portraying this. And we'll, we'll see what type of defense that the president's legal team puts in. But are there more important things? What's also being hidden from this is President Biden's plan. To, to complete puppet to teachers unions is, all right, one day a month, the kids have to go back to school. I mean, what a joke. So you feel terrible for these kids that are in the public schools and the same thing, the Rhode Island Senate 
is putting a moratorium on charter schools for Providence and Central Falls. The kids that need it the most, complete selfishness, destruction. You know, that's a that's the real crime. So we're going to talk about that, cover it. Plus, it's uh, Thursday for the COVID briefing, and it's all right here. Stay tuned to the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember... For all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket trucket service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call. 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house and the White House. You are listening to the John DePetro show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. It is Thursday coming up, 1 o'clock, COVID briefing. Now, will Governor Gina Raimondo make an appearance today? Hmm, that'd be interesting.